Are you there? This is Live at Five with Glenn Curry. <laughs> Army where you shoot them a mile away, you gotta get up close like this, and bing, you blow their brains all over your nice cyber league suit. <laughs> Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German? Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it, know it, live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Uh, Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for This is Live at Five, yeah, Live at Five, five Live at Five. Eight and a half minutes after uh, five o'clock. It's beautiful out. Absolutely gorgeous. You already know that. Uh, we went right back to, uh, I don't know, early September weather. The greatest fall I've ever seen. Plus, we have rain to prove it and the green grass. Everywhere. People still mowing their lawns. You know, if, if the world ends tomorrow, we can't blame it on Mother Nature. I can tell you that much. Yeah, as God swept through, all humanity was dead. Not, not at all. None of those things are coming to fruition. It's just us. It's just us and only us. It's, uh, you know, if you notice, there's a lot of people on edge these days. It's been that way, well, actually from the beginning, but it only gets worse and then, um, you know, an increase in inflation and, and this, that, the other thing. Plus, COVID really got in the way. And then we had this huge divide when the man came down the escalator in June of 2015. We haven't recovered since. I get the feeling right now that, you know, it's, you'll, you'll hear the rhetoric on, on both sides of the political coin on cable news or just online or anywhere with high-tech uh, platforms, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and I, I, I've said this before, I'll say it again. We want to be divided. We want to take sides. So when you see Congresswoman Tlaib, there's that word again, from Michigan, ignoring the reporter's you know, questions. And by the way, this is the only reporter that's going to challenge the Congresswoman from Michigan. There might be others, but not as aggressively as the woman with her smartphone from Fox News. And she just ignores it. And I really think that uh, this was planned and they knew that Israel would react the way they are. It's total blitzkrieg, essentially. It's just, you know, take down Gaza, take down uh, uh, Gaza City. And uh, they said, oh, look at all the innocent people that they took on. Look how they knew this was going to be the reaction. Therefore, they knew they were going to get support. Uh, A staggering statistic. Someone sent me something early today, something like 44% or even higher than that of of, uh, registered Democratic voters are in, in favor of Palestine. So, you know, uh, people ignore the, you know, the decapitated babies, people burned alive, endless stories that just still filtering in from what happened Saturday uh, at the concert. And uh, nope, nope, they had to come into them. They are the oppressors. And if you are on the side, if you have anything associated with oppression, uh, the AOC class thinks that you're, you're the worst people in the world. And there's been anti-Semitism, rather, for centuries, for millennials. And uh, it's, it's now taken on a whole... And, and sadly, 
I don't know the statistics, but you got to figure that, you know, the, the protest in, in, uh, in uh, Harvard. Oh, sure. He went to Harvard. <clears throat> um, some of that, and not all of it, might be coming from Jewish American students. Think about that. Think about the millions of people are rolling over in their graves right now and thinking about the people with their own blood or feeling the same way about Palestine or, for that matter, are anti-sentiments against the state of Israel. It's really, truly sad. But unfortunately, I don't think this goes away. I think they're looking for a reaction, and they're getting it right now. All right, someone's on the phone. It's probably Jason. I didn't call him today. I want him to save his money. Hi, you're in the air. What's going on, Glenn? But Jason. You me to save my money, uh, but I know. I need to do this. Jason, you got to speak up. You got to speak up. If you want to be a representative of the city, you have to speak up through the phone right now. Go ahead. Okay. I want to do this. I want to spend my hard work and money to get the message out. But um, also, I want to talk plainly about the zoo. The zoo is in financial distress. And also, the city wants by a word district. How are they going to pay for it? Are the four that got on the ticket, are they going to support more debt and more money taken out of people's pockets? Yeah. Did you say token? No, money. Oh, okay, sorry. Uh, I thought you said token. I had to challenge you on that, Jason. Sorry. <laughs> um, I, I, you know, I, I know that was a big... You know, if you've noticed, I'm not talking about local stuff because, quite frankly, I'm not, not interested in local stuff right now. The world is uh, on edge. So what happens at the zoo? Uh, what happens at an event? Um, whether or not someone's got enough money to pay for their ads here or for billboards. You know, I, I know that's important, but uh, I, I, at this point, you know, the zoo's, the zoo's always been an issue, Jason. I don't know what Cliff, I don't know what Cliff is, has in mind for the other two because he thinks for them. Um, so I, I, you know, we're just gonna have to wait and see who who uh, who takes over council. Uh, I don't know if they're running out of money next week up there, but um, you know, and, and and it's sad because I hear people like the Duff call in and they say, "Well, whenever I go up there, the wolves are asleep, or they're you know they're in the cave, or there's no bear. The bear is hibernating for six months." And like, what are you gonna do? You gotta poke the bear to come out so because Duff is there with his with well, his friends. Well, well the, the danger, Glenn. I'll make this simple for you. The Glenn, the danger I see that all these projects that are coming up, the water upgrades, $50 million, the district that's going to cost, it's going to bring in more tax rows, but it's offset yeah. the money that's going to cost for upgrades and repairs to that district, water right. district. Right. And my question is, is when is enough is enough? I don't know, but maybe the zoo could be a good place for, you know, we could we could, we could could fortify it and, and make it homey for the new migrants that are going to be coming up here in the next couple of months. Uh, what are and, and I don't mean that as a derogatory way. I, I you know, there, there, are, there is housing up there, um, and um, you know, so anything's possible. Go ahead. Sorry. When can I come? When can I come in, Clint, and make my pitch? Uh, all right. Listen, I, I, I said I was going to call you today. I was not a man of my word, only because I'm, you know, I'm reasonable, Jason. Uh, and yes, Jeff was did have, you know, the. The, the brashness of, of, of stating that you out of, out of a field of 10 came in 10th. So, again, I, I, Jason, we all love you, um, but I think you're better off being the, the advocate right here on, on this show and Jeff's show. Well, that, that's not the wrong angle. Uh, when I want to add and spend all right. the most hard work like right. there's only one person right. in this campaign that has family and friends. Where there's family and friends, there's corruption. And it's never going to change until we have a fighter. I talked to Ben Sharon, yep. that gentleman about public housing. Did 
Did you call him Ben Sharon? Did, wait, did you call him Ben Sharon? Yes, a gentleman. <laughs> well, he's a gentleman, but his name is Ben Schoen. Why don't you call him Shalom next time? Shalom! Hey, is Ben a member of the tribe? I don't know that. Ben Schoen. Let's ask Jim. Jim, you know, where are you at? Go ahead. I talked to him, uh, Glim, about the, the public housing issue that I see. Yeah. He didn't want to hear about it. So if you're not willing to fix the small issues in the city, Ooh, boy, how are the mudslinging here? bigger issues? Right. All right, listen, Jason, I will contact you. I'll figure this out, but I really want you to be an advocate as opposed to a candidate so you could save your hard-earned dollars and get, get your wife over there at Pete's Restaurant for a nice meal. How's that sound? No, we're going to do that soon, but I need my voice out there, so I will spend my own right. hard-working money. All right, sounds good. Jason, i got to go, but thank you, my friend. That's Jason. Hi, you're on the air. Hey, I was just, I was just walking by. I was walking by, by, and someone was baking a day. cake. Had to call in. Yeah. Hey, uh, but what do you usually go to a zoo for, Glenn? Um, I don't know. Check out animals and th- th- you know whatever. I don't, to see the to see the animals. Right. Correct. Right. And, and what I said was, I went three times, <laughs> and, and, I, and I didn't ask for my money back or anything. I went through them. I, I understand that. I've been to Disney before, where the animals weren't all out at a certain time of day. Right. But, when the otter, when the otter exhibit was down, it, we all pitched in money for myself included. Right. Uh, the wolf thing, we all pitched in. I pitched in the owl thing and all that. Right. And you don't see the animals, Glenn. Hmm. But the thing I'm saying is that aside, because right. that's that's just nature. I don't blame them for that. But that aside, yeah, you've got a business. You don't pay any overhead. You're not paying a mortgage. You're not paying for rent. You're not leasing the property uh, like the golf course did. Uh, you've got your waters provided by the city. Probably the utilities are provided by the city under that contract. I mean, they got everything going for it. Plus, we're giving them money. Plus, the county's giving them money and the state's giving them money. Right. Right? And you're not making it? What's that tell you? It's time to throw in the towel, don't you think? Uh, well, someone texted me this, this just moments ago. I didn't know these these numbers, but uh, this person says, and I'm speaking on his behalf. He says, "Kill the zoo, twelve dollars to get in for an adult, and it might take you twenty minutes to walk through. And how often am I going to walk go back?" He says, "It's hemorrhaging. Right. Uh, turn it into a right. recreation destination for cross country skiing, groom trails, and events. Uh, underutilized amphitheater inside the zoo confines. I, I don't know. Does it have an amphitheater in there? Does anyone know about that? You know what I can tell you is this: that that the elk, the elk. I don't even know if they have the elk anymore. Yeah. <clears throat> Town of Watertown paid something like 25000 to have that built. Uh, car freshener paid for the the, uh, the entrance where you come in, that nice building there. Right. There was a lot of money put in there. There was a lot of people who worked for it. They had a kid that worked his tail off and, and, and got people. He's the one that started the Brutus Zoo and all that kind of stuff. Right, right. He had a problem with one of the uh, people on the board. Right. He got rid of them. He was the one that was bringing in cash and Right. Bringing in sponsors, you know, I haven't heard anybody. Like but, by the way, you mentioned that before. How long ago? Okay, it uh, happened years ago. But okay, that that's under the. So there's there's been a new regime up there at least three, four different administrations. Could, right, and, 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 and all of a sudden, Glenn, they're still in financial. Of course they are. Yeah, because they're not turning not gonna, it into a petting gonna, zoo. You're not going to get it by charging people to come in because there's not enough people to do it. I know. Like, You've got to face reality. I'm sorry. Right. You know, I like the park and I like all that. And it used to be nice at zoo. Zoos have gone the way of circuses. Right. I don't know if you heard the hotline. No, I heard the hotline show, yeah. 
Yeah. Well, yeah, well, you remember when they used to bring the circus to Shrine Circus? Here yeah. they come. I, and I did hear the part where Jeff like, changed the subject. <laughs> I love how Jeff changes the subject. Hey, um, do you um, do you think I should wear a blue hat or a red hat for the debate? <laughs> That's not what we were talking about. Well, I know yeah. it's not what I we're mean, talking about. Seven five five. I'm just saying that the taxpayers have got to a point, Glenn, <laughs> where I just don't think that you know you you can only fund it for so long. I know. It's like everything else. Um, you know. But, how, I mean, I know it's something people are saying, well, it's always been there. And, you know, 40 years ago, I went up there right. and I seen a lion. You know? Right. Yeah, and I was up. I, I'll never forget the time a, a, a monkey threw his feces at me. Could never forget that. Yeah. Just keep it open for that alone. That was our old monkey. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was. We donated. We gave that monkey to uh, some other people, yeah. and they donated it to the zoo. But, yeah, that yeah. thing was meaner now. Nobody wants to be on council that says nay to an institution that's been there for, what, 100 years now or more? Um, no, it hasn't been there 100 years. Well, maybe, uh, I don't know. It's been there a long time. And and I wouldn't want to be on there to say no to the zoo. And I would definitely want to know if someone can come up with a plan. And, and again, you got to think about the kids. And I look, I, I there's a dog nearby here at the station, Duffman. And he's an old dog, and I don't know. I'm sure he's loved. I'm sure he's well kept. But I drove by there today, and he's on a line way in the back. And I look at him. He's looking at me, and I'm looking at him at a distance. I'm like, that dog wants to be loved. That dog wants to be seen, and I'm sure he is. But at that very moment, I felt like, well, no one can see him from way back over here. You know, that's how I get. It. I get all this, you know, warm, fuzzy feeling. Well, well let me ask you. One and, no, no, no. Wait. Let me, let me, let me just, let me just finish my point. So, my, what I'm saying is, if we know that, okay. If we're going to shut the zoo down, then the aging animals that are in there, we don't want to hear that they're all going to be sent to slaughter. We don't want to know that this is going to be set out into, you know, in the Yukon to fend for themselves. We have to have a plan. What are we going to do with all those native animals up there? Are they going to another zoo? Are they going to be sent to right. some type of sanctuary? And I think at that point, people can start feeling comfortable about making the transition. Right now, we don't have a plan. We just have, oh, we need a $1.6 million just so people can, you know, can, can, can have their, you know, quite frankly, their, their healthy paychecks uh, for something that's not getting any type of return. So we have to have some type of, okay, if it's not going to remain open, this is the next step. And once people start hearing that they're going to be euthanized, no one's going to want to make that decision. I wouldn't. Would you? Well, they're not, no, they're not going to get euthanized. They, grow, they, they would be placed at other zoos. We don't know that. Around the area. Okay, then let us know that. There's a group. Right. They're not going to kill. Like, we don't know that. What are you kidding me? Well, they're not going to give you that. They're not. Do you know that, that when they, they close down they the keep it open? They, they close down a, 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 a some type of habitat in, in Jersey years. This was back in the seventies, and they closed it down for financial purposes. Granted, this you know this wasn't a municipal uh, property, but they had giraffes, they had lions, they had all types. Of, they just left them there to die. It's you know, and, and just look look how many uh, look look at the report of the uh, the funeral home that had over a hundred bodies in the basement. Now, granted, they were dead. So who's to say that a, a defunct, you know, uh, um, a zoo with aging animals, we, we don't know what their, de- what their fate is. So if we do know, I think that decision's a lot easier. Plus, someone just mentioned, uh, do something with the amphitheater in there. I, I don't know. They got trails in there. We could do something. Maybe make it a bird sanctuary instead of a zoo. Well, yeah, you got to do something other than a zoo. But what do you think they did with the animal? What do you think they did with the lions and all the other stuff that they're? They sent the them to yeah. They the sent them to Cincinnati they or went something. To other zoos. They right. Went to other zoos. Well, yeah, but that was a long time ago. But Duffman, Duffman, you wait, wait, listen to me. You just got through saying we don't have any circuses anymore. Zoos are a thing of the past. So now we're on the. And, and, and by the way, World War Three is happening next week. They're still going. 
Yeah. So oh, I know. Still going. They got a bigger. They got a bigger audience to draw from down there, Glenn. If uh, no, but, but but here's the thing. If you know 100 percent that all those animals can go to another type of zoo, indoor sanctuary, then then everyone would be at ease and say, okay, let's start making the transition. Let's stop wasting oh, sure. money. I mean, you, you got some deer there. They they could be. Uh, uh, there's a local deer guy up there in Lyme and all that and whatever. Right, uh, right. We could we could send all the deer to uh you know to a to a gaming farm. <laughs> well, you got you got one down in Rome. No, I mean like to go and and, and uh, oh wow, that was the deer that um, I sh- I showed my grandchildren last week. Oh, that one with the big buck. Well, yeah. Let me. Let it me isn't anymore. I know you're sitting there saying, well, you know, there's always been a zoo in Watertown. We should keep it. Well, you know, there used to be stables down there. No, I'm not saying that at all. I just so say we need a transition. Kept that blacksmith there? I mean, just because, yeah. you know, it was there for 100 years? I mean, we used to have bowling alleys in every corner in this town at one point. They're, they're gone. No one's crying about that. We, used to, we still have a lot of baseball fields that are sitting around that no one uses. Football fields that nobody uses. Everyone's looking at their phones and getting fat. That's all. Oh, he's saying it again. Anyway. All right, listen, uh, not, not to change the subject on, like, what I should wear. Did someone ask, the, did someone ask Jeff today what he's wearing? Who, who, who's texting oh, yeah, Jeff all these insulting questions? That's well, what I want. I wanted to see if he was going to wear his, uh, his sweats. Oh, come on. He got all dressed up for the last one, and he, you know, he was know, still recovering. Was, it's the same guy that always busts his tail that doesn't like him on his blog and all that. Well, then you Probably should block him. The guy him. doesn't like you. He picks on you on that. I'm sure he does. I mean, there's always something out there. But And, and believe me, I, I, I get it. I, I read them myself. All right, Duffman, thank you. I appreciate it. All right. All right so, yeah, there's, the, there's our discussion about the zoo. Now back to Congresswoman uh, uh, Kilib. What's her name again? Halib. I, I get it. There's way too many consonants. Uh, so let's do this. Uh, let's do a break, right? I'll be like Jeff. Should we do a break? Yeah, yeah. Let's do a break. Yeah. Uh, you're listening to the Noontime Hotline. Oh, check that. The Live at Five show. About 26 minutes after, we'll be back after this. Turn your metal trash into cash. That's what makes it huge. Uh, welcome back. All right. So uh, just the latest, you know, from what uh, the president said. Remember, yeah, he's still our president. When he's awake, at least. Brock has to wake him up every now and then. Come on, Joe. Come on, Joe. Joe, get up. Joe, Joe. <clears throat> Michelle wants. Michelle wants to take over. Come on, Joe. Israeli uh, military uh, says uh, babies were, in fact, beheaded. Sorry, if there's any children listening, please tell them this is a family show. Not a family show. And a coroner has confirmed how they died, uh, according to a spokesperson. Uh, and we already know that Israel launched its extensive attack, which was to be expected. The Astros beat the Twins, setting up an ALCS showdown versus the Rangers. So it's going to be all Texas for the American League. And uh, what's his name? Har- Bryce Harper rubbed it in the face last night when he hit a home run last night. Phillies were one game away from beating in Atlanta. It's, it was a little overdone. He drives me nuts. Uh, and, and again, it just goes to show you don't really have to work hard during the regular season. All you got to do is just get into the playoffs. You know, 103 wins, that doesn't get you anywhere. Baltimore had 103 wins this year, lost in three games. And something's got to give there. The bye must have something to do with it. So I couldn't sleep last night. I couldn't get to sleep at all last night. Sorry. You know what other song I was singing today? I was walking along and I was thinking about... Uh, uh, Chantilly Lace. 
you know, when he's when he's pleading with this girl there. Come on, baby. You what? And he's like on the phone or something. And, and, and it's like, uh, come come by at eight and don't be late. Come on, baby. You knows what I like. <clears throat> anyway, it's just that that's when music was music. You know what I'm saying? So I, I couldn't sleep. I woke up at around 2.05 on the couch again. And, um, you know, watching Gutfeld and falling asleep during the 11 o'clock news. <laughs> Uh, you know, the, the forever, you know, sports report with someone with a microphone in their hand. Yeah, we got a good team this year. We, you know, we lost a lot of seniors last year, but, you know, we got a good team. So I fall asleep at that point, wake up at around 2.05 and uh, couldn't get to sleep. So I turn on Fox News and Fox has Fox at this point. It's got a live feed from uh, from Israel. And, um, you know, this whole prime minister stuff is it's very confusing because. You have Netanyahu has been the on-again, off-again prime minister for Israel for I don't know how many years now. And he's the guy running stuff. But there is also a president. So the president gets out there, and I don't know what his name is. He he just looked like he didn't want to be there. But he's got a press conference, and he's in front of an, a, a, a panel, a, a whole room of international uh, members of the media. Newspapers, online, you get it. So he's there, and, and, and I just turned it on just as it started. So it was 11 o'clock in the morning in Israel, 3 o'clock where we are. And uh, he's beside himself because every the president is. He's, every question given to him has something to do with how much longer is Israel going to you know, uh, uh, injure and kill innocent people. And he's like, you know, he goes from one side of the room to the other, and it's always the same question or some, some similar context. Why is Israel doing this? And, of course, his answer is, and I don't know if this guy's from Brooklyn, but he might as well be from Brooklyn. But he's got the Israeli thing going on and the New York Jewish look at the same time. It's not like he said, yada, 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 but he might as, might as well. Because, you know, he's like, what do you expect from us? We're defending ourselves. We lost a lot of our own people. And that's the reaction they wanted. And they, that's the reaction Barack Obama knew they would get. These guys pulled this off. They actually, it's, it's like something out of a, a Pat Swayze movie or Keanu Reeves. They, they went over the wall with, in hang gliders with motors on them. And this horrible reports of, I don't care how they were killed. It's 1,200 people were killed in a day. And it continued. And they took a lot of uh, people hostages and they're putting it on TikTok. Look at us. Aren't we great? They just want a reaction. They, 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 these, these Palestinians are expendable. They know this is, this is suicide by, by army. It's like you poke the bear and you're going to be killed. I don't care where you are in the city of Gaza or some other crappy place out there in the Middle East. They're going to get you for what you did. And you know that. So you're, you're basically you're, you're the sacrificial lamb for the other Arab nations, including Iran. And they're just waiting and waiting and waiting to call the time where if America gets involved, and then other countries will ensue, and who knows what we're going to be involved with. And, and they talk to Biden, he has no idea what's going on. It's amazing where we are right now. And then as other, other people would say, and of course you know who, would say, like, none of this would happen if I were president. This wouldn't happen. Ukraine wouldn't happen. This wouldn't happen. If he's right, you know, we're, we're, we're really embroiled in, in, a, in, a, in a dark, dark period with the wrong people. I would like to think that Trump is right. You know, when he was there for the four years, he was there. Virtually nothing happened. 
And we knew what happened in, under uh, Barack Obama when Crimea was taken over in 2014. And again, I don't want to just reiterate cop, uh, Fox copy points here. That's what it sounds like. And for the most part, that's what it is. But it's the truth. And Trump says it himself, none of this would have happened if I was president of the United States. Would that be enough for, for a rhino who we played the other day who would literally vote for Joe Biden, even if Joe Biden was deceased? Because it's all about him, not about the future of our country. I have a sister whose uh, son is in the Army. He's, uh, he's, he's one of those guys going to be in the Army for, for his career. He's making a career out of him. God bless Zachary for being up for doing that. He's a, uh, he's a Black Hawk uh, a pilot. And, uh, you know, when, when, when uh, Trump was, this is before COVID, when Trump was, uh, you know, planning on running a second term, my sister, who calls herself a Republican, said, I'm not voting for him. He's going to kill my son. And so many other people said the same thing from the, from the left. He's going to get us into World War III. I think it was Maxine Waters. It's like, you know, uh, uh, he's going to get us into a war. Meanwhile, there's a war going on in her own district that she could care less about. So I, I don't know if there would have been a difference if Trump were in office right now. I think people would just, just tantalize him so much. And if he gets back in there again, which I doubt, but if they do, they'll just make life miserable again. They'll, they'd actually pray for a war just to get him out of there or a new disease, whichever. Who the hell knows what's going on? So if you want to talk about that, and if you don't want to, I totally get it. Uh, give me a shot because we got 25 minutes left in today's wonderful show on Thursday, uh, 755-1240. Just to remind everyone that uh, Watertown decides 2023, two debates before Election Day, provided you uh, by Jim Levin's Community Broadcasters. Uh, the first one, I'm looking at the, uh, uh, the, the sales piece here, where you can get 100 commercials to air on AM 1240 between 927 and 1018. Well, we could still fit that in. So if you want to be a sponsor to this, we have a couple of sponsors, which we appreciate. Because a lot of people are going to be listening to both debates. Obviously, the, the one debate is the first one for the council people. Uh, and that's going to be on AM 1240 on the 17th. We have a typo here. Oh, sorry. That's not a typo. I, that's me because I'm a moron. Um, the debate is, doesn't even say. <laughs> oh, here it is. The mayoral, okay, the city council debate is next Tuesday, the 17th, 6 to 8 at the Italian American Club. Heard right here on AM 1240 plus the Eagle 100.7. And then the following night, Wednesday, October 18th, same time period, 6 to 8, will be the mayoral candidate debate. Now, needless to say, of the two debates, people are really interested in knowing what that, what that Wednesday night mayoral debate is going to be like. Uh, I remember, I wasn't here at the time, but I remember the debate between now Mayor Jeff Smith. He was candidate Jeff Smith back in the day against Allison Crossman. And I remember listening to that. I know that was, uh, that was one heck of an event. And, of course, Jeff did uh, a, a terrific job there, too. Jeff's changing the rules this time or adding different elements to, the, to both debates. And I think it makes sense. Uh, last time he had, like, uh, 20 candidates there on a panel uh, b- bigger than, b- b- bigger than a, a wedding from the King family. Uh, so he couldn't get questions from the audience or have privilege, if you will, at the microphone. So Jeff is spicing things up. The fear is that there might it might just turn into a council meeting with like SG, you know, just, just threatening to sue all the candidates up there, and, and you know, and, and taking their time. We don't know that. So whether or not we actually, ha- you know, and it, this is all Jeff's deal. So I'll, I'll help out for whatever you know, whatever I can do. But once you start opening up the door to questions, then then that gets interesting. Then you know, inevitably you'll get SG up there. You might get Jason up there. 
you, you might get uh, the golf, uh, uh, the the golf uh, and pool pool lady up there reminding everyone we got 65 acres, got a lot of play. We got a lot of uh, housing centers on the north side. They can use the pool now for like eight weeks out of the year. When Labor Day rolls around, we don't have anyone to, to man them anymore. But that's it's important quality of life. Oh, okay. So that's the next week. That's next Tuesday and Wednesday. Uh, on right here on AM twelve forty. And you know what? We pick on Jeff. Uh, check that. Well, we pick on Jeff, but we pick on Jim Levin. But uh, we 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 respect and re- appreciate what Jim does. Because quite frankly, and Jeff says this too, no one else is going to provide this. You think the other crosstown guys are going to do something like this? Not in your life. <laughs> Nothing after five o'clock happens there. So what Jim is doing is fantastic. And for that matter, Channel Seven. Apparently, Jeff said something today that the debate. There, I think Seven's having a debate. Can anyone either deny or confirm that? You would only hope they would, right? I mean, this, it's, it's, again, it's not a political year. It's an off year. It's an odd year. But as far as Watertown's concerned, and you can hear it right in uh, Jeff Graham's promo, the future of Watertown is on the line. We say that every four years about everything. This is the biggest, this is the biggest election cycle ever. But if you think about it, after all the turmoil that we're seeing in City Hall these days, it is very significant. It truly is. So we thank Jim Levin for being Jim Levin. Hi, you're in the air. Glenn, do you have anything to do with programming? No, the, nothing at all. They wouldn't ask me if, if I were the last person on earth. Well, uh, you had Mr. Levin on there a couple of uh, Fridays ago. Yeah. A gentleman called up on the Saturday morning show of Gary Sullivan. You familiar with him, Glenn? Yeah, we brought that. Actually, I did bring that up at the bridal show, and we're going to look into that. So, yes. Maybe move uh, move uh, Kevin Fear's maybe show. Maybe move him in the jail for money show that nobody listens to and at noon. Right. You know, uh, an hour for a mattress commercial, uh, a little outrageous in my opinion. No. I know he's probably paying money, but the uh, so he can call a time zone he wants or it. He wants his show to be on? Well, he wants it to be on a good time. So uh-huh. if we have flexibility, 12 o'clock is pretty good. Actually, it's in the middle of the day. Because people... I don't think too many listen to Jill. She's helping rich people worry about their retirement. Mm-hmm. You ever listen to that show? It's unbelievable. I, I do and I don't. I mean, I, I love you, listening you got to... you your savings account. Oh, only $20 million. Mostly teachers that want to retire at the age of 50. Yeah. I love people that call up financial shows and, and, give, oh, the, and give their own advice to a guy that, that's... It's the pundit about finances. But, the, well, what I do is like, shut up. Stop stop yeah. showcasing your own intelligence. Now, Gary's a good show. He helps people. If you got issues around the house with rodents or plumbing or things right. like that, right. leaky roof, right. he's always got an answer. But we lose an hour at his show. Right. I got nothing against Mr. Fear. I know he's got No, I get it. I get it. We're, we're look, I'm glad that, that guy brought frame, it up. Yeah. I don't I don't I don't like it. I don't like it. No, at all. it's like it's like uh, you know, going number 1. I mean, it's like you can't stop. I mean, why 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 listen to one hour and then stop and then wait another hour and then pick up on the th- you know what I'm saying? You can't do it. Can't, can't, can't do it. I just didn't know if you had anything to do with the programming no. of the I can, uh, the, Whenever I make a suggestion around here, I always go through someone else. It's like, make, make believe this is your you idea. Talk not about mine. a loud buzz, Glenn, the Sunday morning mass they take out of the yeah. press. Boy, that buzz last week. Hmm. Wow. 
Yeah. Uh, Did you hear it? I don't know if you listened to it. I listened to the mass, and boy, that buzz was really yeah, I could imagine really loud out of that it's church like, there. I don't know. I, I'm sure if it's got something. Anybody's in the station on a Sunday or not? I don't know. It's all automated. Uh, it's that, probably the Marty unit or some. I don't know if they're sending it on or, online. Yeah, it's a lot louder than I've ever heard it before. And on that one, I think it was last Sunday. Hmm. It was Sunday before. Boy, you could really hear it. Well, okay. I'll write a note to myself and I'll ask yeah. Ken about it. But though. Well, I guess that's it for me, Glenn. I appreciate it. Thank you for my friend. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Yeah, we'll see what we can do about that Sullivan show. You're on the air. How you doing? What's happening? Oh, not much. I just wanted to call and talk about the uh, situation in Israel with uh, the Arab nations and what's supposedly Hamas right. on, uh, on the national scene. Mm-hmm. What are your um, thoughts? Yeah. I believe well, what I think happened and what is happening is that... Um, this is directly from Iran this time. I believe this attack is different. Mm-hmm. I believe that um, this is the axis of evil coming directly from uh, Russia. I believe Russia trying to get Iran involved even more right. to uh, um, keep people's eyes on the Middle East for what's really going on over in Ukraine and, and all the other things. But mm-hmm. what happened, I believe, is it's it's directly coming from Iran this time because Hamas doesn't just get on the phone and call up Israel and say, hey, guess what? That was us. Right. Okay. So with, with, with them threatening now, with Hezbollah, with Iran not taking any credit for it, which, I mean, they're not saying it was a bad thing, but they're not coming right out front and saying that they had something to do with it. I believe this is more like an ISIS attack, hmm. an Islamic State attack, like all of them combined together to do this hmm. because these people on that border that were in those villages were helping the Palestinians. Interesting. Wow. I mean, so hmm. I think really what this is is the bigger picture coming yeah. coming down the pipe. Um, all right, so let me, if let me, you let me, do believe in God, yeah, I, I, uh, I would be praying. Yeah. I'd be in prayer. Michael and, Corleone, do you uh, believe in God? I believe in God. The only real solution to the Palestinian and Israeli conflict is yeah. that Hamas, Hezbollah, and Iran need to lift a veil, and they need to accept that Jesus is the only way to the Father. Okay. Israel as well, right. they need to open their eyes, and right. they as well need to believe yeah. that Jesus is the only way. Anyways, have a good day. All right, thank you. Well, first of all, none of that's going to happen. We know that. Um, this has been going on for, for centuries. And, I, you know, again, at the end of the day, what, 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 are, what are, other than sitting on an ocean of the best crude oil in the world. And, you know, and by the way, we showed them that our, our experts in Texas back in the 1920s were the ones that showed them how to, how to harness, how to harvest, I should say, all that oil and then refine it. And they did all of that. They, they, weren't, they were just sitting there on their camels doing nothing. So we made them trillionaires. But above and beyond that, and tall buildings, and this and that, and cutter, and uh, you know, all, all, all these innovations—they build hotels underneath the ocean. When was the last time you bought anything from an Arab world, from an Arab a- Arab nation? When was the last time you bought something that said "Made in Palestine"? When? Do you, you eat Palestinian food? Did you buy a shirt that said "Made in Palestine"? Any, any design from Palestine? No, not at all. The only thing that seems to come out of there is terrorism. A class of people that were just left to rot on their own after the UN set up Israel again for the homecoming of the chosen. And these people were left out to, you know, their own Arab people didn't help them.
They were led by Yasser Arafat for God knows how many years. Remember that bum? So these people have nothing else to do other than to, be, to do the dirty work for the Arab nations. And they did that. Whether or not they had the cooperation of people in Israel and that wall, I don't know. Who knows? The fact is it happened. The reaction is obviously swift, and we knew it was coming. That, that's exactly what Netanyahu said. And literally, right now, as we speak, I'm sure during the, the, the duration of this show, they're at night right now, I guarantee you at least 50, maybe 100 Palestinians have either been injured or killed, all in retaliation for what they did on Saturday. So the more and more the, uh, the Israel does, the more they'll be scrutinized by the entire planet. And we're seeing that right now. The real question is, to that last caller, is are you – you talk all you want about, oh, we need Jesus, we need that. That's not going to happen. Ask the question, how many Americans want Israel to be destroyed? That's the real question we have to start asking ourselves. We know that there's a couple of Congress people that want that to happen. But then these new reports coming out of old places, Harvard University, where they're in favor of Hamas and the Palestinians? Are these considered the smartest people in our country, or for that matter, the world? What are we, what are we doing with our kids? I'm not, I'm not the biggest fan of Israel, but they're our ally, and they are incredible, incredible people. Without the Jews, the world sucks. It truly is. I can rattle off. A, 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 it would take me forever. But, but this, this hatred, and, and now this hatred right here in our own country, and some of which comes from the Jewish community itself. If you told me this 10, 20 years ago, I'd say you're, you're crazy. None of, nothing, nothing like this would ever happen. But it is happening. It's a shame. You're on, you're on the air. Well, you were on the air. Hi, you're in the air now. Yeah, Glenn. Um, have you watched the news? <clears throat> right now, there's tens and tens of thousands of our kids and people yep. all over the country mm-hmm. getting groups together, going after the Jewish people, hollering for them to be gassed, death to the Jews. They're all over the country. The colleges are infested by these people. All the big cities are having big protests against the Jewish people. They don't care that their children's heads was cut off. They don't care that people were murdered in their beds, were dragged off, girls were raped and then beaten and mutilated. They don't care. It's just death to the Jews. And I'm going to tell you once again, it's happening all over this country. And this has been going on for probably 20 to 30 years. They're building the cells, whether you want to hear it or not. And there's going to be, if, if Israel goes in and defeats them and wipes them out, there's going to be trouble in this country. They're going to be unleashed in this country against everybody. Hmm. I know sometimes you don't want to believe it, but I'm telling you, you're seeing it happen now. Just look at those people when they show them on the news. They're animals, too. They aren't just protesting. They're looking to kill somebody. It's going to happen if they uh, take care of the uh, Hamas. Hmm. And they've got to. They can't stop now. Hmm. Now it's got to go. They did the horrendous things against, the, uh, against Israel 
you know, the rocket here, the rocket there, like they used to. Okay, right. You could put up with that, but not like this. Mm-hmm. Right. They are the next generation of the Nazis hmm. from Germany. Hmm. Yeah. What the Nazis did to the Jewish people is what Hamas wants to do to the Jewish people. Well, let's just be thankful the that Hamas aren't as uh, not as intelligent. <laughs> Go ahead. They've had enough. Yeah. I can't blame them, and I hope they don't stop this time. Hmm. Thanks, yeah. Glenn. Thanks. Well, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I, I don't know if these people that are protesting have guns, by the way. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, Glenn, you like to listen to yourself talk, don't you? Yeah, I do. It's Satan, by the way. You know, yes. The phone rang and rang, and you got perfect timing. The last ring, when it hangs up on you, hmm. that's when you answer. Well, I was on with another caller. What are you talking about? I got a lot of calls. Oh, no, 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 no. Before that. Oh, well. You, know, well, you were sitting there rambling on, rambling on. What's going on with this station? Uh, who are you? Uh, you know, Satan rules. I don't like to hear all this God stuff going on in here. All right? Ah, come on now. We we need now, God more than remember, ever, Satan. Just remember, Glenn. Yeah. Satan rules. There you go. All right. Fair enough. Thank you. I'm sorry for keeping uh, for keeping uh, Satan on on hold for too long. I'll uh, I'll take that under advisement, Mister Mister Quint. All right. I got to do a break. We'll be back. Roof looking older than you are. Fuck the people who call you back. All right, welcome back. we got about uh, seven and a half minutes left in today's show. i got actually people, friends and relatives in Greece. And I said yesterday Greece is about 500 miles away. I was way off. It's, it's at least 1,000 miles as far as a crow could fly over the Mediterranean. But it's within, you know, obviously it's, it's on the easternmost part or close to the most easternmost part of Europe where it meets Asia and Turkey and all that stuff, Istanbul. So it's not that far. So I, I worry for them only because the world's crazy. They're there for another couple of weeks. But it's ironic that while my friend uh, Nancy's there with her uh, her, her uh, fiancé and her sister and brother-in-law, my brother is there with his wife and daughter, Tara. And uh, I'm wondering if they can actually uh, run into each other. Imagine running into someone you know in another country like Greece. And I hear those stories all the time of uh, people running into each other in, you know, obviously in the Carolinas, Florida. Uh, but uh, to run into someone in a, in a tropical paradise, like, oh, it's not tropical, whatever, whatever the frig it is, it's a nice place. All the pictures that I see are exactly what you'd expect. Does it ever rain in Greece? All that, you know, that mar- all the stone, and the Parthenon, what is it, whatever it is, the, all that stuff built thousands of years ago. It looks fantastic. It really does. It's amazing. We got buildings that you know, on the north side that could barely you know, you know, measure the test of time over 80 years. And they, they have buildings up there for forever, for millennials. But at the same time, Greece has had its own problems. About 10 years ago, it, the, the government collapsed. Now I hear the, uh, it's, it's back and running again, doing very, very well. I mean, geez, without tourism, what, what, what other reason would you go? Or why would you go to a place like Greece? There's another place. What other than maybe getting a nice watch, or getting a ship built there, or something or other? What What do you get from Greece? What do you get from Turkey? Did you ever buy a car from Syria, from Egypt? Ever anything? We don't buy much from from uh, Russia either. I mean, you always hear about French wine, French vehicles. Ita- you know, you can get a nice Italian car, leather shoes. You know, you can get a good German beer, German car, British car. I'm Irish. I- Ireland makes, I guess, you know, they're they, they, you know, part of Great Britain. They have manufacturing over there. But they have always been up and down as far as their economy is concerned. 
But as far as Palestine is concerned, they're, they're the forgotten stepchildren of the Arab world where people just for the most part, including their own people, they don't care about them. So they set them up to, to fail. And that's what they did here. Oh, let's go and let's kill as many people as possible. Let's take them hostage. Let's see how they react. You know how they're going to react. 755-1240, about four minutes left in today's show. 755-1240. Some people accuse me of not having out the phone enough, a phone number enough. I got to admit, you know, Jeff is all excited about these two debates. And Jeff's show, since he came back, of course, he's, uh, he's spry. He's, he's up and at him. He's defiant in many cases, you know. Jeff was close to seeing the other side. So now it's a, it's a new, I'm not going to say it's a new and improved Jeff. Jeff, I, I, I love it, though. I really do. Um, when, when he's got an attitude, he certainly does. But uh, he looks forward to these, uh, to these events. Uh, so uh, it's at the Italian American Club Tuesday and Wednesday. I, I'm assuming that definitely on, on both of them, if not, I should say both of them, but clearly on Wednesday for the mayoral debate, uh, no one knows what to expect. I mean, these are two individuals, as our council people, that literally sit right next to one another uh, each and every or every other Monday for, for executive session, whichever. The, uh, you know, the debate between the four council people, the, you know, those are four strangers to one another. But like I said, if you notice on the council meetings, uh, both Dr. Kimball and, uh, and Ben Schoen seem to be, you know, together on stuff. So, you know, at this point, people are looking at them as the, you know, anything's possible. Can't take things for granted because there are a lot more people going to be voting in the general election. But if you had to, if you if you were a betting man, you would definitely lean in that direction for those two. It's going to be interesting to see how the mayoral debate goes between the two council people. But that's next Wednesday. So my, I don't. Someone asked me about programming. I can at best tell you about this show. So I'm in charge of this show, thank God. And I can tell you that I have a friend of mine uh, who got arrested. About a year or so ago, for being uh, the Zodi- the Chinese zodiac, um, I, I, I don't know, I don't know if I could put a, a, attach a, a, an adjective to that, but his name is Jesse, and um, he made national news, actually international news, and he resides right here in Jefferson County. I ran into him at uh, the, he was coming out of the courthouse um, just the other day, you know, with his with his lawyer on an unrelated charge. And uh, I tell you what, I've known Jesse now for a while, and I hadn't seen him in a while. But uh, one thing, you know, he was he was in prison for for a little bit, and Jesse wasn't no slouch by any means. But boy, I tell you what, he is in excellent shape now. He's he's built, like built himself up. He's got some interesting stories. So you know, I told him, I said, Jesse, is there any chance you can come on my show and talk about you know this whole thing with being the Zodiac guy from China? He says, Yeah, I'll talk to my lawyer. He said, well, I don't know if they allow me to go on Channel 7. So I said, well, if they're not going to allow you to go there, I'm, I'm sure they're not going to. But he says he's going to look into it. So there's a very good chance that we'll have Jesse on here to talk about his, uh, why he did it, what he was looking for. And, you know, and at the end of the day, is Jesse a danger to society? And you'll make the determination. But I can tell you flat out, he's not. He said some stupid things like Mo Green and whatnot. We all do. And he got himself in some trouble. But that should be an interesting show once I set that up. I also reached out to Dr. Kimball. He's actually coming in, I think, next Thursday. I'll confirm that tomorrow. We had to move things around, whatever it was. And then uh, uh, Jeff has uh, one of the candidates for city treasurer. I'm also trying to get Brian Peck on here, but I, I don't know. I can't, I'm not getting anywhere. I'm striking out there. I think we should know. We see both candidates there for county treasurer, and Brian's a good man. 
All right, so that wraps up today's show. We're getting down to the nitty-gritty. Thanks for all who called in today. And uh, we do this each and every Monday through Friday here at 5 o'clock, the Live at 5 show. That is, uh, we're AM 1240, uh, WATN. Of course, up next, CBS News. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com.